Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Happy okay-ish Wednesday! As always, I'm your host, Mary Ellen, a very okay-ish person myself. I'm here to chat with you about therapy stigmas, mental health in the modern world, and of course, how to become okay-ish. So in the first few episodes of this podcast, if you haven't listened yet, you should totally go back and listen. But I talked a lot about therapy-related stigmas, not necessarily mental health stigmas. We'll get into more of those. But stigmas about the actual therapy process, like what it's like when you go see a therapist, how to find a therapist, what therapists are really thinking, all that good stuff. And so today, I want to circle back to some of those things and really delve into the difference between therapy and talking to a friend. And why talking to a friend is amazing, but it's not therapy. And why therapy is amazing, but it's also not talking to a friend. So the reason I'm chatting about this today is because a friend of mine recently started going to therapy. Now, she hasn't come right out and said it's because of this podcast, but she has been listening to this podcast. So I'm going to come to the conclusion that we all helped her realize that going to therapy was okay-ish. Anyways, so she goes to her first therapy session. And of course, I ask her how it went. And her reply was, oh, good. You know, really expensive girl talk. (sighs) You can all imagine that this made my skin crawl and that this friend definitely got an earful about why therapy is not girl talk and the difference. So that brings me to this episode. (laughs) Why isn't therapy girl talk? What is the difference? So there's a few reasons. And the most obvious first reason is that men go to therapy too. Self-explanatory, but I still felt like it needed to be said. But for real, what are other differences? I talk to my girlfriends about The Bachelorette, and I talk to some clients about The Bachelorette. So what's the difference? I'm really glad all of you asked. The first difference between therapy and girl talk is that I am biased with my friends. My friends are biased with me. I'm going to tell a friend, yeah, he sucks, or yeah, you're awesome, even if that's not necessarily true. Yes, friends are there to tell you the truth also, but they do that in that unconditional love, I'm always on your side type of way. Also, friends have usually met the people you're talking about, which gives them added biases. Like, have you ever had the experience when you don't want to complain to your friends or family about your significant other because you're worried it will change how they see them and then they'll hold a grudge? We all have. That's normal because friends are biased as they should be. Now, you may be thinking, well, Mary Ellen, you're a human. You must have biases with clients. Here's the thing about that. Yes, I am a human. Yes, biases happen. Yes, there is extensive training on how to catch that 
be aware of that and not do that for therapists. Yes, I and every other therapist consults with colleagues and with each other to make sure that we're not being biased, that it's not happening. So yeah, we're humans, but we talk extensively in the therapy world about not being biased with clients and how to keep those things in check. The other thing is I am way more likely to share my opinion with a friend than a client. I give my friends my opinions all the time. Ask them, they'll tell you. Even when they don't want to hear my opinion, I give it. Now, don't get me wrong. I will sometimes share my opinion with clients, but I do that way more carefully, deliberately, and intentionally within the therapeutic process and whatever I'm working on with my clients. So it's different. Plus, when I have girl talk with my friends, it's while drinking wine and without a bra on. And I definitely don't do that with clients. That whole being biased is one of the biggest differences. But difference number two is my reasons for talking about things with clients is different than my reasons for talking about it with friends. For example, if I'm talking about The Bachelorette with a friend, it's because it's interesting and gossipy and funny. If I'm talking about it with a client, it's because I know that client likes The Bachelorette And it's important to build rapport and comfort. And frankly, The Bachelorette gives a lot of good examples on how to not cope with one's mental health. (laughs) I love to find silly little things like The Bachelorette or other stuff that I can relate to clients on because it shows the human side of me without really revealing information about myself that would hinder the therapeutic process. So one of the best compliments I ever received from a client was that she felt like she really knew me well, but she didn't really know anything about me. Guess what? That means I'm doing my job. I'm being authentic and myself, but I'm not sharing personal information because it's not my therapy, it's their therapy. That would get in the way. So I use things like the bachelorette or my dog or my unhealthy love of mozzarella sticks to connect and build rapport but in a way that is sure to not make the therapy about me because it's not about me. So that's another difference, the reasons we talk about things. All right. And then the last difference that I'll share today between therapy and girl talk is that therapy conversations are not very fun a lot of the time. Don't let this steer you away from therapy. It's still awesome. I promise. But we talk about really ugly, uncomfortable things. Now, I really hope that all of you have friends that you can talk about ugly and uncomfortable things with, but it's different. Just yesterday, a client got really angry with me, and it wasn't necessarily me that she was angry with, although she might say differently, but it was because we were talking about topics that were weird and raw and hard. So again, not really girl talk material. So now that we know the differences between girl talk and therapy talk, what about friends of yours who are going through hard times? Or maybe you're the one going through a hard time. Or maybe you just started therapy and you're so excited to share what you're learning with friends to help them. Or maybe your friend knows you go to therapy, so they always go to you to ask your advice, thinking that you know some secret therapy code. 
there's so many different scenarios and they all can get really, really tricky. So obviously we're going to chat about them. So the first tricky friend, not therapy scenario we're going to go through is a friend's going through a hard time and they're leaning on you a lot. That's tricky. I have a client who is very open about the fact that she's in therapy, which is awesome because that helps destigmatize it and all of that. But because she's open about this, people often go to her first with a problem, thinking she's going to know some secret magic to tell them when they're struggling. Usually she's just like, "Uh, I don't know, leave me alone. (laughs) But she struggles because she wants to be there for her friends, but she knows she's not a therapist. So like, what do we do with those lines? What happens when it feels like we're crossing over into that line? Like when you want to love your friends, but they're making stupid decisions and you also want to shake them and tell them to stop texting you at 10 o'clock at night. As tough as this situation is and as difficult but necessary as it is to set boundaries in this situation, my biggest piece of advice on this is that you are not doing your struggling friend any favors by acting like their pseudotherapist. And if a friend is trying to act like your pseudotherapist, they are not doing you any favors. Acting as a pseudotherapist for a friend just creates resentments, weird boundaries. It's probably not helping because what the friend needs is your support and friendship and then a separate actual therapist. And that can create nasty feelings and We can all imagine how this all spirals out of control. It's okay to let your friend know that you love them and you're there for them, but they should really maybe talk to a professional about certain things because you aren't qualified and don't know how best to help. Yup, that's okay. Not only is that okay, but it's encouraged. That's setting a super healthy boundary for you, your friend, and your friendship as a whole. It's also letting your friend know that it's totally okay-ish to get support. If you stick with me, you'll hear lots about boundaries. Remember, it's one of our favorite therapy words. But for this scenario, boundaries are obviously huge. Some ways to set boundaries in this scenario is to first recognize what's going on. Be aware that you aren't your friend's therapist, they aren't your therapist, You know, my client who struggles with this, who people come to her thinking she has some magic therapy code because she's in therapy, she didn't recognize that this was happening for a while. And she would come to me and say, I am just exhausted and wiped out from talking to friends. They keep asking me for my advice and I don't know what to say. And it just drains me. That helped her to recognize that there was an unhealthy pattern going on. Another way to set boundaries is let your friend know you care about them and want to support them, but that sometimes you won't be available because we're human. Also, let them know that you're happy to help them find additional resources that they might need to work through things, therapists, support groups, etc. And lastly, remind them that you want to be their friend, not their therapist. (laughs) And if a friend is trying to therapize you, Let them know you want them to be your friend, not your therapist. Having these conversations, setting these boundaries is so, so important. Okay, so let's talk about another scenario. Your friend has just started going to therapy and they're so excited to share with you everything they're learning. So they talk about it all the time and tell you what to do. 
How annoying. (laughs) Here's the thing. Going to therapy does not make you the expert on therapy. Is it awesome what you're learning? Yeah. Is it so cool to think about things in a different way than you were thinking about them before? Yeah. Is it great that you want to share these things with loved ones? Absolutely. Does it make you a therapist? No. First of all, therapists don't tell people what to do. Second of all, therapy is so individualized. So whatever you're working through with your therapist may be completely unrelatable or get this, even harmful for your friend to take the same feedback. We're all different people and react to things so differently. So what you need to work on with your therapist is different than what your friend needs to work on with their therapist and what their friend needs to work on. It's not cookie cutter. My job would be a lot easier if it was. So do I sometimes tell my friends the funny thing my therapist said? Like when she tells me all the time that I don't need to meet with her as much as I would like to? True story. (laughs) Yeah, of course I do. Because it's funny. But the things her and I work through have nothing to do with my friends. It wouldn't even relate because I'm a different person. Some ways to make sure we're not trying to therapize our friends or have our friends therapize us. We recognize that if we're in therapy or not, if our friends are in therapy or not, none of us are the experts. When you share things, let's say you learn something in therapy, you want to share something you know, keep it on yourself. Like, well, this is what helps me. This is what works for me, but I don't know what would work for you or help you. Or if you feel like someone else is trying to therapize you, recognize that they aren't the expert and that what works for them won't work for you. And it's okay to say, hey, thanks for the advice, but I need to find what works for me personally. Holy cow, you guys. Do we see how messy this can get? After preparing for this week's podcast, I now understand a little bit more about why my friend made her comment about expensive girl talk. Because these lines can get blurred and messy and confusing and people's ideas of therapy are blurred and messy and confusing. And sometimes we have those friends that we always go to because they give such great advice and that's awesome, but that's still different than therapy. And sometimes we talk to our therapist about the bachelorette and that's awesome too, but that's still different than girl talk. So I'm a therapist, right? Hopefully we know that by now. But I can't tell you how many times if I'm struggling with something, which is often because remember, I am only okay-ish. Someone, like a friend or an acquaintance, will say something to me like, well, you're a therapist. What would you say to a client who's going through this? Ugh, I hate that. If you know any therapists, please don't ever say that to them. It's so annoying. And the reason it's annoying is because it doesn't apply. Therapy's not cookie cutter. I don't know what I would say to a client that's going through what I'm going through because what's their situation like? What's their background like? I don't just sit and give clients advice. That's not therapy. So really, the question doesn't even make much sense. Plus, I can't say the same thing to myself because I hate to break it to you, but I am super biased about myself. (laughs) We all are. All right. I feel like I just gave a lecture, you guys. But hopefully this is helpful in understanding and providing clarity around the differences between friends and therapists, advice and therapy why it sometimes gets a little confusing, how to make sure we're being healthy in our friendships, 
because our friends need us and we need them. Friends are not therapists, though, and therapists are not friends. And you know what? Thank goodness for that, because that means we're all okay-ish in our own way. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.